And welcome back to the Lambency Show. I am Lambency, joined by Mikey RP Gamer for the weekly anime recap. Uh, how you doing, Mikey? Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing good, my guy. But uh, I don't know. I don't know uh, who this who this Mikey guy is today. Uh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm absolutely, absolutely head over heels for a Lucy from Cyberpunk. But uh, let's let's move on. <laughs> you you can call me a, a Lucy S I M P. So you notice you Mikey does not have a. Uh... His webcam on. Uh, reasoning is, is because he uh, he saw some Ruka-chan photos and got all hot and bothered. So he's currently. Right, I quit. I quit. It's been a pleasure, my friend. <laughs> well, that'll be at the end of this weekly anime recap. We'll catch you again next week, guys. See you guys. <laughs> Moving along, though. Um, yeah. It's been a difficult week for me and stuff, but, you know, I'll make it through. Uh, so, this particular week is going to be interesting because, as Mikey has already stated, there's going to be several animes that have already finished and several that have not. So, it's going to be interesting from here on out for the next couple weeks. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a rough ride, guys. We're going to have, like, less focus on the animes that haven't finished simply because we're going to need to do... Kind of like a season review. That's, that's, that's my plan. We're doing a season review at the end of the ones that have had a finale uh, and talk about the plans going forward and what this could mean for more content. So it gives us less time to talk about the ones who are not currently having a finale. Doesn't mean we won't speak about them. Just means there's going to be a... We're going to be touching on them slightly less. Unfortunately. All right, so moving on to the uh, episode reviews. First off, you had Black Summoner. Yeah, Black Summoner, episode 11, uh, the S-rank promotion exam. Now, I've spoke about this before, guys. I am absolutely freaking hype when it comes to things like promotion exams and, you know, do doing stuff to increase your rank and stuff. Major one being for me is, like, from Naruto with the tuning exams, um, which is a great example of something that they've, they're working forward with to, to upgrade themselves. Uh, to a, to a higher rank, and this one is is pretty freaking cool. I mean, you've got dragons, you you've got um, hot looking elf ladies. We 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 were we were getting all the beauty the beauty shots here, guys. Um, content wise, we had some heavy heavy action, so heavy. Um, when when Calvin helped headed to the Elven village. Uh, and it's it's quite it was quite interesting. We're getting a lot of character development, which is nice to see. It's always a always a positive. It, you often at the moment become come to realize uh, and forget at the same time that all of these members, bar one, I believe, um, are actually summons from Kelvin. Like they're not they're, they're not human humans. They they're all um, like summons that are using his mana. Uh, so it really gives you an appreciation for like how much mana and strength this guy has. He's he's like in a league of his own. But now since we've had his his sister, who's not his sister, you know, his, his adopted sister in this world, join the world as well, we're seeing her with every episode just become more and more OP. And it's really highlighting how the when they said, you know, this person you summon reflects how much mana you used to summon them. She was nothing to start with, but with literally the tiniest bit of training, she's going god mode. She she'll be a force to uh, to rival even Kelvin, 
Um, which is where I think this is heading. But considering we've only got one, maybe two episodes left before season finale, and doesn't look like we're heading that way yet, I'm hoping for a season two. But I mentioned it before how I'm betting on Kelvin to be the demon lord. I reckon that if anything, she'll be like the vanquisher. She's going to be the one that has to defeat him. Um, and it'll come to blows, and then they'll find a solution. And I'll make them both happy. That's my prediction. Um, I could be completely wrong. I could be way off base, and Kelvin doesn't become the demon lords at all. I hope you're but... right, but I hope they do it in a final solution, like in Sword Art Online, uh, a bridge. I'd like to hear more about the final solution. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sword Art Online abridged, yes. Very fond memories of that. Turn off our blocker, please. Anyway. <laughs> Black Summon, though, guys, is, is like I say, it's kicking the ball out of the park, but we'll just we'll see what this season finale is like. Moving on next, we're going to be having Ruby Ice Queendom, which, in fact, does have its season finale. And, uh... I like well, how I refreshed these pages before we started the stream. Yeah. So that we wouldn't have to deal with the ads. And yet we still deal with them. Yeah, that's that's the issue. Um so yeah, Ruby Ice Queen um, episode twelve, which was the season finale. Now I feel like it was a wasted episode, I'll be honest. And for a season finale, I'm disappointed that I feel that way. We had had the action, it had come to a close at the end of the last episode. It, it, you know, it, this episode was kind of just like a throwaway in my mind. Life at Beacon had returned to normal and Team Ruby had begin, begun to bond more again. We've seen all this in the original anime. When the Nightmare Grim threat was neutralized, Shion announced they will travel around the Remnant to hunt down more Nightmares, so Shion's off and away. Weiss and Blake have made amends and uh, support each other and are friends again uh, and are supporting Ruby's leader just like they did in the original anime. On the last day before the new semester begins, teams Ruby and Juniper engage in a food fight. They did this in the anime. It was a meme in the anime. You're trying to recreate a meme and we all know how recreating a meme goes. It doesn't go well. Cool, it was great to see it in... 3D more updated graphics, but it was unneeded. You didn't give us a cliffhanger. You didn't give us anything to leave us wanting more. You didn't give us any hint towards what could happen in a season two. And to be honest with you, I don't even think I want a season two after this. Graphically, the series blew me away. Story-wise, it was a piece of shit. I'm have sorry. You, have you ever watched the movie Anger Management? <laughs> Goose Thraba, motherfucker. Goose Thraba. Yeah. Yeah, this is I'm so irritated because I love this series and it was set up to be so good and graphically it was and the plotline was good from what I read and then when they actually showed it, it was steaming hot trash. I wasn't impressed. I didn't like the the weird designs that they were given these inner worlds. I get that they're meant to be like based off of dreams and stuff like that, but it kind of felt like Alice in Wonderland ish and Ruby isn't Alice in Wonderland. I didn't like how they made negative Blake look like a cross between her mother and her ex-abusive partner, um, which I, I just, no, no, that didn't settle well with me. And like I said, a season finale episode, I was rating this like a 7.5 to 8, but this one episode just brought it down. This wasn't a season finale. This was just a throwaway. This was almost like a filler episode in a big anime. It was so shit. I usually say trash. I like to try and avoid swearing because we have because of the podcast, but I can't. 
I'm I'm so infuriated that I meant to reuse the scene that we all know and love in the Ruby community. Yeah, okay, it was fun to watch, but it was unneeded. You try taking Monty Open Owens joke, and you just it just didn't have the same effect. It was it was in poor taste as well, considering he's no longer with us. I just no, I'm not didn't settle right with me that episode at all. Um, and I'm disappointed considering it's a it's a season finale. And uh, I, I mean, if it comes back, am I going to watch it? Probably because it's Ruby. I'm probably going to moan about it all all the time as well, unless they make it better. But I'm honestly hoping they just don't just don't bring it back. Keep it to what you know. Wait for the the following Ruby and the next Ruby volume to come out start next year. The dub for this releases in a week or two, I believe. Um, I will be checking it out. I won't be reviewing it, but I just want to see what voices they use, if they use the actual Ruby voices or not. Um, if they don't, you'll hear about it. If they do, I won't need to speak about it. I just... Yeah, I'm I'm very irritated and quite upset at, at what they've done. Like, It was one that I had high expectations for, and it didn't deliver. Unfortunately, that's how sometimes these... Uh... What do you call them? These prequels tend to go sometimes. Or even like little side adaptations of the main story that they try to live off the hype of a certain anime or TV series or whatever you're watching and they just don't live up to it at all. No, I know what you mean. Alright, so moving along we have a couple of cuckoos. Oh man, this this anime is just sending me for so many loops since we found out that he has a brother. Why is it just out... now that after saying that for God knows how many time, times saying up next you have a couple of cuckoos, all of a sudden I'm brought to Cusco, Cuscoos. That's all I'm thinking about. Why? <sighs> so, for this, guys, I... I'm so like <clears throat> it's throwing us left and right, up and down. I feel like it's getting kind of off track with like the romance side of things. They're doing it a little too subtly at this point, and we need to begin like back into it a little bit. Like the story is revolving about his three-way deadlock between these girls that are being torn, and now we've got this guy who is brother who one of these girls admired, but we don't know if she like looked up to that way. And now her father, who's not her father, who's his father, is trying to set him up with. Uh, his sister was actually not his sister. And guys, this this just man. I need like, I need to get one of those maps you can put on a wall. Get those, get their faces. Get some string onto some pins and start pinning it to the wall because there's so many roots here and the lines are getting all crossed and confused. And I'm like, ah, I love the show. It's a great series and everything. But right now, I'm just so lost and it's it's getting the net's getting a little too tangled. Yeah, they need to take a step back. And review it. The episode itself was great. You know, we we saw some we saw some great scenes as always. Characters as always look beautiful as ever. Um, you know, I'm not not really fan a fan of the the high school girl that he's he's uh, he's trying to get with that he has a crush on still, and it was a lot around her. You know, prefer his uh, engaged girl that he's with. Um, I forgot all names today. It's, it's not like me. But, I don't feel too bad. I, you know, I know it's not quite the same thing and stuff, but 
I was trying to remember which anime to do today, and I, I, I kept getting my animes crossed. I did eventually settle down on one thing, but I, I was so bad that I almost just said, screw it, I'm putting up Please Teachers. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that, Please Teacher. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've, I've seen it. <laughs> so you so, know why, you know why yeah, that's messed up. I do. Yeah. So yeah, this is a... Uh... It's getting tangled. I love the story. I love the characters, but I just need them to get a little bit more into it now. Just, just go back a bit and just, just remember what the story's about, guys. Just remember. I think we've got about three episodes left of this, so uh, we'll carry on with it. And I think this is the one that has announced it's got uh, something like a forty-minute or an hour-long f- season finale episode, um, which is going to be great. We have uh, to know how it's a mandatory beach uh, episode. <laughs> you know as well as I do, every harem has a mandatory beach episode. Well, we have already seen a beach episode in a couple of cuckoos, but uh, I would like another one. <laughs> would... That's all I'll say on that. <coughs> because, spoiler warning, the next anime, I cried. I cried. Um, I'm not afraid to admit that I cried very hard and heavy, somber man tears for Ligurie's recoil. Oh, brother. Um, wow. Wow. This anime is known how to pull your heartstrings from the start. You'll be messing with her heart, and are we going to get her heart? Are we not going to get her heart? Is she going to get a replacement? Is she not going to get a replacement? What's gonna happen? And yeah, it's it was a roller coaster, an absolute roller coaster. And I think I had goosebumps in this season finale from start to end, literally from start to end. Um, we beat the BBG with big being the big bad guys. We finally got to meet who she was Wait, striving so this to. This was the finale. This was the finale. Hey, uh, do me a favor. Is there a way to like highlight in yellow the anime in our file? Uh, the ones that are uh, the, on the finale. Yeah, I, I can because pop, that I, that that allows me to uh, now actually go watch them. Because you remember how I said that um, while you don't mind watching episodes as they come out, I just can't do that. There's just too much to pay attention to, um, and yes. I like that. I like to binge watch. This now will allow me to binge watch this one, and this is one that I've been looking forward to. That's fine. Um, I'm pretty certain. I'm, I'm double guessing myself. Give me a second. Yeah, Vex, uh, the whole reason he has a sexy pink cam screen is uh, he saw a picture of Ruka-chan, who he loves so dearly, and he's been all hot and bothered all day. Am I <laughs> like, wrong? He hates me right now. Whoa, bear, bear, with, bear with me. Sorry, bear, bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me, viewers. Mikey hates Ruka-chan. Oh, yeah, we, we'll talk Ruka-chan. We And I love teasing him about it. With a passion. Oh, fuck. Okay, guys, sorry. Uh, I'm going to unhighlight this one. This isn't the season finale. Shit. It's not the season finale of Lickers? It's not. There's so one more. They don't... I was all they looking don't... forward to finally watching this, sorry. and you lied to me. Do sorry, you... you'll be able to you watch it next week. You see what they do to me over here at the Lamberty show? They love to tease me. 
Right. I'm so sorry. He's not I'm sorry so at sorry. all. He did this on purpose. Don't let him fool you. I was I was I was led astray by the Crunchyroll comments, and then I I scrolled down really far to find one comment. Guy said, "Guys, uh, remember, there's one episode left. You can still be happy for another week." Fuck. <laughs> okay, so I can be happy for one more week. But the action we saw in this, the the threats, you know, the the guy that she's trying to meet who won't give her her new heart, uh, and then she turns to me and says, "I hate you." Because they made her, they he made her kill him, and this whole thing in this whole series is she doesn't kill, but she didn't kill him because our best girl, our friend Takina, comes up straight behind her and takes the final shot because she won't let Chisato murder. And I was crying from that moment. I was like, oh fuck's sake. Um, and you know they get the heart, and we we're looking we're looking good, and they've get they're trying to escape now that you know the big bad guy is is down, not dead, but down, and the the other guy that they're finding is is presumed dead. He's still breathing, but he was on the floor with bullets in him. And we we leave it with uh, the end with Chisato um, retrieving her bag again. And then we see the big bad guy return. So it's a, it's a roller coaster. A literal up and down roller coaster. But now I can be happy in the knowledge that we have one episode left. Uh, His heart has been slightly be mended. Uh, that he's got to wait one more week. Um, and now I'm worried for Engage Kiss, because I'm pretty sure they had the same release schedule, but Engage Kiss, I'm pretty sure, is the last one. No, I'm wrong for Engage Kiss as well. Why does Crunchyroll do this to me? Since when have we started having 13-episode seasons? I mean, you, they've, always you, had, you... they've always had 13-episode and 12-episode seasons. It really depends on... Who's mostly, mostly it's usually twelve episodes because you have a Crunchyroll season which follows, you know, spring, summer, autumn, winter, and within those seasons you have twelve weeks per season ordinarily. So for each week you get an episode. That's why it always throws me for a loop when they turn and say, "Oh, there's an episode 13 and I'm like, "What?" Well, here's the thing: if it's, a, if it's supposed to be on all four seasons, there's fifty-two weeks in a year and stuff. If you're saying twelve per season. You got to do the math. That that makes forty eight weeks. There's four weeks still unaccounted for in four seasons. So thirteen episodes a season doesn't go against. The there's, grain. there's always the ex excess of days, isn't there? It's it's and you've got to account for breaks as well in between that. You know, certain animes we should have like. Yeah, but that's why I think there's some that have twelve and there's some that have thirteen. Is because some of them they just keep yeah. pushing. No, I, I get I get the logic, and um, it just throws me for a loop sometimes. So I apologize, guys, for the for the false. Well, not completely false. We do have some actual season finales that I know are season finales. Um, but these two, these two still got one more episode left to go. So that's that's brilliant. Hey, I'm happy. I'm fucking happy. Let's go. <laughs> um, speaking of that, engaged kiss. Then we've got engaged kiss to talk about as well, guys. Holy shit. Ah. Uh... Yeah, last episode got me, guys. Like, we're talking episode 11 for a second, where I told you all that she redid the pack to cancel the contract. Yeah, that got me, because now episode 12, Shun Kassar's relationship is basically a clean slate. 
and this time she was deciding to protect Kasara against sensing her own feelings. So he's trying to keep her like kind of emotionless. Um, so and then S class demon Kana's fuck off Lambency. <laughs> Oh, I will hang up right here. Get that For those my... who want to know why he's responding to, I'm I'm typing in the file. So he's talking about how Rent a Girlfriend has a season three confirmed. So I type in there. I'm like, fuck yeah, Rukishan, more Rukishan with a smiley face. <laughs> Don't read that on stream. You will get that. Uh... <laughs> Now, S-Class Demon Kana's massive attack approaches Baryon City. Uh, with no way to hide the immense damage from what the, the airport exploded into flames, knowledge of the crisis in Baryon City began to spread to other countries. It's doubtful whether the city may, can maintain its independence and an autonomy... Autom- fucking hell, Mikey. Autonomy at this rate. Due to how much the other countries are beginning to know now uh, about the demons and the exterminations. And it is only small. Uh, it is, so, amid the fierce battle, Kana relentlessly targeted uh, an irrelevant Ayano. Uh, and Ayano continued to fight back with all her might, but there was no way she could withstand the furious onslaught of an S-Class demon. And she finally reached her limit, which was kind of sad to see. But we we did get some good action uh, scenes, and it was it was it was solid. It was really solid. Um, like. Ayano being best girl, she she held out as long as she could, and I was impressed for how long she did hold out. But then, obviously, our 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 team with Shu and Kasara comes in to save the day at the end, and yeah, it's it's it looks so freaking cool now. Uh, I'm not sure what the pact is between them now. Now that he's got his memories back, I think, but he can still kind of use her. This time, he's got a sword though. So he doesn't use a gun anymore. He's got the sword that resembles her sword. So, yes, it's quite an, it's quite an interesting development. Um, but it's, it is also a bit sweet to see him fighting his sister. That's the downside to this. Great episode, though, guys. And Clambacy's about to get in the fucking neck. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> no. It's all right. No, you no, can no. delete it there, but you can't delete it from the Twitch chat. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, we have Rukachan and Rent a Girlfriend. Hey, hey, Vex, is there any way we can time out Lam in his own channel? Is that possible? <laughs> you know if we if we can time him out. <laughs> you can silence me, but you can't silence the truth. <laughs> Fuck off, SAO Bridge. I knew you'd get the reference too. My stepmom's daughter is my. Sorry, wait, no. I've. I. Why did I skip for that? What, what was I doing? Uh, rent a girlfriend. We're on rent a girlfriend. We're on rent a girlfriend. Fuck Ruka-chan. That's all I have to say on that. Okay, <laughs> Ruka-chan can go burn in the very depths of hell. I would sooner take mommy than Ruka. Okay, Ruki. Ruka could just go. Go. Leave. Leave. Permanently. Okay. So, wow, Rent a Girlfriend season finale, and we have, just let you know, guys, we have got a confirmation of a season three for Rent a Girlfriend, which is amazing. Um, 
and it, it was it was quite nice. We she she started to get her her dream is coming to it is becoming more real uh, of of being on the big stage. But she's seeing other people now, and it's kind of they, he, our MC is getting a bit worried that he's she's going to leave completely uh, as soon as she stops being a a rental. Um, it, it is kind of like heads downhill. Uh, she's worried that her grandmother isn't going to be able to see, but then she gets a text that says, you didn't pass the BLB audition, so that's another rejection. And she kind of just she kind of just breaks down. Um, and we have a bit of a flashback to when her grandpa was alive, which was nice to see. I don't think we've had any real big flashbacks about Mami-chan. And Mami-chan was in the manga. So this was great to see, and we get to see like how screwed up her family life was. Uh, especially her mum. Her mum was was not nice at all. She was quite abusive to not just her but other family members. Uh, her grandpa was a rock, so she's finding it like quite hard in general. Um, because obviously right, he this is anime, him. so we do need to clarify. When you say her grandpa was a rock, do you mean like a steady person, or do you mean a literal rock? Because this is anime I mean, we're I'm talking about here. Person. We're talking a steady person here. Okay, I just want to make sure here clarification is key but this episode pretty much told the the death of her grandpa and his life and then she said did you lie to me when you said dreams come true um and now she's in a rut and she's saying to herself i know some wishes don't come true no matter how hard you try and she's crying over like a picture of her saying stop telling me my dreams will come true and it's heartbreaking the person who did the voice acting for the crying hit literal deep emotions. And then our MC comes to knock on her door. And she's like, you can't come in. She's being really cold and shower to him. And he brings up a laptop screen. What is crowdfunding? And uh, he started a crowdfunding po- project for them to make a movie. Um... To gather 2 million yen. Uh, he's allocated enough time for a month to shoot. And all she's seen is like, wait, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And he's explaining it all. Explaining this massive plan that he's written down in depth. Um, and she's kind of like, sorry. Um, kind of like sort of shuts it down a little bit, but not quite. She like goes in on herself. And the crowdfunding does really well. And then she realizes, wait, I want my grandma to see me on the big screen. This is this is a perfect perfect opportunity. And he literally stays up nights on end trying to get this perfect. And she doesn't like want to put too much pressure on him, but she doesn't want to believe either, but at the same time she's like, Can you do it? I don't want to waste the time I have left with my grandma. If you can't do it, or if you're going to give up halfway, just don't, because my grandma's going to die soon. And I only want us to do it if we're sure we can do it. And he sets it in motion, saying, I can do it. And she starts crying, saying, in this world, most dreams don't come true. Um, And it's, it's super emotional, because he then says, well, as long as your grandma can see it, isn't that your dream come true? And it was like that realization moment. And we got left with it 
uh, on Goosebumps, where he whacks the door with his fist, and he says, I swear I'll see it through, with, like, the most aggro, most ballsy response he's given out through this whole anime. Uh, no blush on his face, you'll notice, for this, like he usually has. He is dead serious. Um, he, he's got resolve, and we we cut to see then, uh, at the end, everyone looking at um, their plan and everything both Ruka, Mami uh, the shy girl who I forget the name of because she's that shy, she's unrememberable but very cute uh, Mami has a hell of a look on her face but she smiles um, and it's, it's, I'm telling you it's dawn on her every day that she's in love with him and it's oh man, the emotions I felt watching this it's just so strong, and then we we hit the end um, where she she realizes with the biggest blush con- uh, in the flip side to the MC that she's ever had on her face, uh, and she just mutters, "Damn it, you idiot!" And we cut to cut to close and have a season three announcement, and it's just it was wow. That Ruby Ice Queendom is how you do a season fucking finale, okay? That is how you do it. And I just too bad Ruka Chan's got to be in season three though. I hope she gets hit by a car (laughs) (laughs) or something. No, I hope Mommy comes together. I hope Mommy gets her revenge for what like Ruka said. I would, I would hundred percent condone Mommy's actions for that shit. Okay, (laughs) I am. I don't agree with everything Mommy's done. Okay, but if she, hey, if she wants to pick on Ruka a bit, then feel free this time because Ruka can burn in the very depths of hell. (laughs) But my guys. Girls, weeps, everyone, this has been one hell of a season. Slash core two. Uh it's it's been classed as like a core two for Crunchyroll because it's episode twenty-four. Um but it is technically season two, episode twelve. Um but we've got a confirmation for season three, so that's that's the main thing here. Uh so it means we're gonna have more of a continuation of the story. We're probably gonna see this project written out, we're gonna see more rent and girlfriend. Um if you're a manga reader, which I'm not for this season much, uh, because this is quite behind the manga now, so it's quite out of my memory. Uh, we're quite far ahead. But, holy shit. If you are up to date, like, in, in regard, Well, I don't mean up to date with manga. I mean parallel with, with the anime. Then, oh, oh, this is this is going to get good, guys. They, they, I'm telling you, they could be looking at four, five, six seasons with this if they keep doing it this good. Uh, because it is getting solid reviews. Uh, it hasn't dropped its star rating since it came back for season two. It's still sitting at a 4.3 on Crunchyroll for 27.1 thousand uh, ratings. Uh, and that is the moment where I just realized I haven't rated it myself. Uh, I'm well, a here's bad the thing. Fan. I watched this thing a while back, like that original season. I have, I haven't seen season two, but like I put it off. Like I kept wanting to watch it, but I put it off because it's like it just sounds so weird. Rent a girlfriend, you know what I mean? But yeah. then once you finally start watching it, you realize it's a lot more depth. Like yeah, he initially starts by renting a girlfriend after a breakup, but there's like a lot to it. You I mean, know, these, and... these are literal things that, that happen in our world. These are literal apps. There are things that literally do this. And whilst it's sad, and if people find out this, you're likely to get ridiculed on me. I mean, 
have you not seen there's this guy in japan who literally gets paid by people who just need an additional person around to literally do nothing they just need they just need a body basically and he gets paid like that is his entire job (laughs) it's just to stand where they ask him to and do nothing you know, at the end of the day, who, who's anyone to judge you for? for you I'm not judging him at all, but I, th- I think it's no. quite, I, I think it's quite funny how he, because he, he went on. This same guy, I don't remember his name, but he basically went on to say about how his coworkers were always complaining about him doing nothing. So he's like, I thought to Hard myself, how could I go about doing nothing for like a job? And so I started like, you know, selling myself as someone who would do nothing and stuff. He's like, there are limits and stuff. Like, obviously, I'm not going to sleep with you or anything along those lines. But pretty much anything else, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty chill, you know? And he gets paid, like, a good salary to do it. <laughs> like, it's crazy. But, hey, you know, more power to him. He found uh, what he loves doing, which is absolutely nothing, and made, a, made it a career. <laughs> like, can you really knock him for it? And now we're dead silence. You good, Mikey? Mikey, you muted yourself. I can see your mic thing. It's muted. Alright, we've lost Mikey. <laughs> Fun. Alright, uh, I'd say moving along and on to my stepmom's daughter is my ex, but uh, yeah, no, I can't do that without Mikey and stuff, so uh, we're going to start playing the Jeopardy theme music. Uh, no, not really, but uh, I guess this is a perfect opportunity to see how everyone is doing. How's everyone doing in the chat today? I did see Star in there, I saw Vex in there, I think I saw Lucy in there, I'm not entirely sure. How are you guys and girls doing today? He's probably using the bathroom or something, so we got a little bit of time to kill. <sighs> Me, I've just been uh, working hard, trying to get everything done uh, on the back end for everybody else. And make sure that things run as smoothly as possible. <sighs> this is awkward, not having control of the stream. Mikey! I'm here, I'm here. I did say BRB, I'm not sure if you heard me. Sorry, I no, had I a daughter didn't. problem. <laughs> Sorry, I did say I had a daughter problem. I had to quickly jump out of my chair. Oh, okay, fair enough. I was like, I'm not quite sure what to do here. I don't technically know what's going on, and my stepmom's daughter is my ex. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a. Uh... So, what happens when you have kids, guys? Being kids and a streamer, it usually goes really well. But, uh,. Yeah, it's it's fun, guys. It's fun. Have kids, they're great. But uh... have fun, they have kids. They said it will be fun. They said <laughs> quite literally. Now. You hit the nail on the head. There. The nail on the head. Yeah, you can see my mind Listen, is melting. All I know is if I ever decided to get married, and I got my wife pregnant, and some girl decides to rub my wife's belly, and say congratulations, and they don't tickle my balls and tell me good job, I'm gonna call them sexist. <laughs> Damn, why did I think of that? <laughs> oh, I'm a menace to society and I love it. I could have had the nurse tickle my balls twice. 
No, you can only do it once. Twice you're playing with yourself. Well, once for each kid, right? This is true. This is right, true. right, right. Do I have any volunteers in chat who want to make up for it? Alright, <laughs> 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 so, uh, I like how we're playing that as we see, like, hot tub scenes of his, uh, stepsister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, so uh, stepmom's right. daughter is my ex. What happened? My well, she's not. My stepmom's daughter isn't my ex, or my stepmom doesn't have a daughter. <laughs> no, um, so they went to the countryside in episode 11. The Iridor family goes to the countryside to visit relatives. Mister shows Yumi the first book he ever read in his own, his great-grandfather's autobiography. When it prompts Yumi to ask him what kind of person his first love was, Tuchman gives that she was someone who loved to laugh, leads her to believe his first love must have been none, none other than his second cousin, Madoka. When it's actually her, she was his first love. And we get quite controversial in this episode. And it's quite interesting. We're seeing more of a dynamic now that there's this new girl on the scene. And jealousy starts coming into it. And, you know, this this anime, whilst funny, has been producing great results and great characters. And I have been impressed by it. I'm hoping, now that we've seen that certain animes are 13 episodes long, we might get another two episodes instead of one. But it is solid. Um, he kind of reminds me of, like, a, Kizuto, a Kazuto Kitagaya if he was cold. You shut a your whore mouth right there. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you try to compare him to, you know, my Kirito. I <laughs> said oh, Kazuto. He's not a Kirito. Kirito's god mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, our boy Kazuto, right? He has he has bipolar disorder. I'm telling you now. Really his split personality. <laughs> he really does. His in IRL and his in game. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely has a split personality. And again, a great can show you blame him when his cousin, who grew up as a sister, acts the way she does? <laughs> I mean. I've always said that I got I got literally ridiculed for saying this, but I said Letha over Asuna every time. Okay, that's just me. She's not my cousin. This is true. But I think Asuna gets played up way too much. Um, heck, I might even say Alice over Asuna because Alice is pretty hot as well. This but is true. That, you know, you know, if well, you know, I'll you know, take, guys. Uh, I'll take. Uh... Fuck. Alicia Rue. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. Alicia Rue and Sequoia. Okay. Okay. Two polar opposites. But... Yes, quite literally. Yeah, but the thing is, is they're, they're fucking funny. I don't care what you they're say. How, uh, with what little scenes they have, they make it work. 100%. They they honestly do. They're great. I do love them. I wish, I, honestly, I wish they would make they would expand on those uh, on some of their side characters. My biggest, honestly, my biggest gripe with Sao, uh, and I, then we'll go back to uh, my stepmom's daughter is my ex. My biggest gripe with Sao is the fact that it looked like you're gonna have two main characters and Kirito and Klein, and then freaking he just dips on Klein. I'm just like, well, damn, there goes Klein's screen time. Klein got done dirty, and it's even sadder to see in the films at the moment where they're doing progressive and going through floor by floor. I don't know how many films they're planning for this either, but if they're doing like all the floors, they're going to do quite a few. 
Mm-hmm. But we see it less Klein time because Klein wasn't as interactive with Asuna. Um, you know, he was Kirito's friend, so it's kind of sad we're not seeing as much Klein at the moment. Klein but was a I, good character. You know, he but they have they have added a, they have added a new character to the films for anyone who doesn't know, uh, and she is freaking hot. Okay, and she's Asuna's friend, best friend at the time. Uh, if you haven't seen the films, please do. Great, great. Alright, let's get back on track. My stepmom's daughter is my ex, episode 11. So, yeah, pretty much, pretty much done talking about stepmother's daughter is my ex, guys, but I just want to add, uh, this is definitely one you need to put on your binge list, because it's it's going to be, it's great. It's a great watch. Please put on your binge list, Lam. It's, it's oh, it's already great. on my list. I'm waiting for, for it to be done. It's, it's so good. I'm, uh, what I tend to do is once all these are out, I'm going to binge them in English dub as well, because it's easier to listen to. <laughs> True. Alright, so moving on, we have uh, Harem and the Porn where I mean, Labyrinth of Another World. This is just on here for meme purposes at this point. <laughs> this is on here for meme purposes. Well, the thing is, is, I saw you put it on here, and I'm like, didn't we discuss last week about just removing this? Because it's basically just hentai. But it's funny to talk about. <laughs> the characters are very well designed I can say that are very well endowed <laughs> uh, the colours are popping uh, the voice actors are very good uh, the, the very few action scenes you see are actually really well done and the little bits of story you get are actually really well done as well um, but yeah it's a hentai <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yet, it's still not as good as. Uh... Why am I? Brain fart. I'm having a brain fart. You know, uh, Rius. Hmm. Uh... Okay, so I got a little Why story. Why can I not remember the name of that anime now? I got a little story time for you. No, seriously, help me out. What, what was Rius's anime? High School DxD. Thank you. Don't I got a little story nuts. time based on this. From a TikToker I watched last night who was saying animes that are overrated and they're actually mid. High School DxD, along with other big animes like SAO, Fairy Tale, and shit like that, was on there. And I was like, whoa, hold the fucking door. Okay, you're calling High School DxD mid and overrated, and that it's got a shit story plot? Fuck off. Happily watch High School DxD for the, for the plot. I know. Here, I the funny thing is, is I, I've, I've tried to explain to people before. All right. I cannot watch something if it doesn't have a good plot and a good story. If it has bonus fan service, especially if it can get, uh, you know, a lot more rated R versus, you know, just PG-13. I will not complain. I'd, I'd actually kind of prefer it and stuff because I am an adult. I don't mind seeing it. You know what I mean? But I can't just watch it just to watch it. It has to have an actual story and a plot and progression throughout the story. And I loved High School DxD for that. It wasn't just, you know, ass, ass, titties, titties. Like, there was a legitimate story behind it that progressed. And you saw the main characters uh, become bigger and stronger and everything that was going on. There was a lot of depth to it. It wasn't like they just threw a whole bunch of, you know naked girls together and they're like oh here's your anime you know there is yeah. actual story so for anyone who says that it's mid yeah you could suck my right and nut, right and left nut in the same slurp 
The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I agree completely. Um, Sucker Lamb's right and left nut in the same slurp. In the same slurp, be sure. In the same slurp. Uh, next anime we got, guys, is Call of Night. Oh, boy. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. So, this one had your favorite girl in it. This one has two of my favorite girls in it. Oh. Um, they're and Nazuna. Nazuna isn't even my background wallpaper. No, no. I have a different best girl in this anime. Uh, I've, I've led you all astray. Because uh, as the episodes have gone by, you know, I, I've noticed the characters, I've liked the characters. But, oh, oh, some of these characters are just Chef's freaking kiss. Okay? Chef's kiss. Now, Seri, Seri Kikyo, is just something else. Okay? She's hot. She's charismatic. She is freaking amazing. And I prefer her. And I don't usually like blondes. But she's awesome. That being that, okay? This episode... Wow. Like... We, it, it, was, it was very jam-packed again. I'm sad we're almost near the end. So, in this episode, they've just released the big bad guy for this series as well. I know, you wouldn't think there'd be one for this series. Uh, but there is. Uh, and she's a vampire hunter. And we're learning that this episode, there are some people who are vampires who held off drinking blood for years and 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 years because they never wanted to be one. And it hurts them, obviously. Now, Ku and his friends are going to school past dark and do like the trials and shit like that, you know, the horror trials that they all talk about and fantasize about in school. And they come across him. And Vampire Hunter Lady comes to save the day, but this also spells a, a bad moment for the other vampires in this series because he gives a card to the three characters. And it's um very foreshadowing for future events. And I wasn't expecting to see that much action. So, whilst I don't have a lot to say on it this week, oh boy. Because it's... Bit late in the game for them to kind of be releasing this kind of character, but at the same time, I'm hoping it's setting up for a season two. Call of Night has uh, has been hitting all the right marks with me. I can tell you that for sure. And that is a nice cosplay you've just sent me on Twitter. Who's who is that? Don't know. But I, who but is I fully that character? It. You cannot tell I me that's not a good that. cosplay at all. Like that is. I don't even That's know what she's cosplaying, and I can tell how high detail this is. Can I translate the tweet? What's... Yeah, you can translate it. Uh, cream, it cream held. I'm not sure what that is. Neither do I. Neither am I. But did you see the one before? Oh, fake grand order, crime held. Oh, oh, we we do love some fate series. Yes, yes, I recognize them. It was because her outfit's actually more, has more red on it, uh, so it was a kind of a throw. Yes, that's a great cosplay. Sorry, um, cast from the elite guys. Yeah. Cool. I'm cool. glad you're getting into this and stuff because 
I'm telling you. I, I like the fact that you made the uh, correlation uh, to the main character being very similar to L in Death Note. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> I noticed the same thing when I first watched this. I'm like, yeah, this guy, this guy knows what he's doing. He's slick with it, too. Like, oh, completely. Like, sometimes you don't even see him doing it. It just kind of happens, and then he's like, yeah, I planned this all along. Like, wait, what? So, classroom these of the Elite, episode 12, uh, season finale, season three confirmed, guys. Amazing news for classroom the Elite. So, he comes in and saves his blonde girl, as he does his main love interest, which I still, it still throws me, because I thought the black kid girl was going to be the main love interest, but it's not. Um, and he makes his final decision on how to deal with Ryu and from Class C. And my guy, like we were just talking about there, he is L reincarnated. Okay, this guy knows everything. And what I'm really liking about this anime in controversy to L, sorry, on the flip side, like L's character, his story is all about trying to find out if he if he can become more human. Uh, if he can feel emotions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you slowly start to see that he does with, with even though he's currently still using her for his own ends, he doesn't want anyone to have the, the blonde girl, who I keep forgetting the name of. Um, and it's it's kind of like some kind of twisted kind of like love relationship they have, um, where he doesn't realize that he's falling in love by not wanting anyone to have her. Uh, but is still kind of like using her in a way. Um, because he's not familiar with emotions. This guy's smart and strong and has everything, but he doesn't know what emotions are. Sounds a so... lot like me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so no, It's actually funny. I get so many people because at work, uh, my voice is just monotone no matter what I'm responding to. Like, my voice yeah. does not change. <laughs> and a lot of people take that as I'm just being a dick. In reality, I'm just looking at them like, no, you're just not interesting. Like, what do I care? You know? Get me talking about something I like and I'll show some emotion. But other than that, I go through life just, you know, with the same look on my face, with the same, you know, uh, my smile looks the same. It's not even really a smile. It's just, you know, permanent. You know that uh, emoji where the lips are just straight across? Mm-hmm. That's me 24-7. My tone stays the exact same and everything else like that. And people think I'm just being a dick, but in reality, it's just like, yeah, no, I'm just not interested. Like, nothing interests me. Wow. Vex, we're not interested to him. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, is that what you're trying to say? Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, no, I got you on here and stuff because you guys were interesting. But if you, that's the... If that's the way the cookie crumbles, okay? If the shit fits. <laughs> Where did I get that? Ooh, I was that from Bruce Almighty? That's the way the cookie crumbles? Yeah, I think that was Bruce Almighty. Probably. Yeah, sounds about right. But, yeah, guys, this is an S tier anime, okay? It's, it's S tier. I don't know why I dropped I it in know, season one. I that one guy, it might be a mid. It might be mid, yeah. Yeah, it could be mid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Lamb, you're mid, mate. <laughs> it's fine by me. Ah. It's fine by me if it means less people bother me. 
Uh, moving along, we're a parallel world pharmacy. Hmm. Hmm. So parallel world pharmacy. Yeah, we um, we're getting good. This shit is getting S tier, and I need a season two. So they're working hard to prevent the outbreak of Black Death, but realize there are still need more assistance. Professor Casper, specialist on toxidomy and fungi. And microorganisms at the Imperial School of Pharmacy is nearing her mandatory retirement when Bruno asks her to assist Pharma in developing antibiotics which can be produced without the need of a divine art. And they do this, you know? And it's really interesting to see a world that doesn't have any kind of structure or medical procedures really start to excel without the need of magic. And he's really doing so much good but it is sort of make me wonder where they're setting up to go because, you know, we love the pharmacy kind of side and helping people. But you know there's going to be some kind of action, okay? We've seen the bad guy. Is it going to leave us in a cliffhanger? Is it not? We'll see. We'll see how the finale goes. It's quite a chill episode. Uh, hopefully I'll have more, more to say about it when we hit the finale. Because this is uh, this is up there. Because anyway, it started late. This is up there with the rest. 100%. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And now, uh... Wow, did I really not... Did you... Did, you didn't give me a link. I didn't... You didn't give me a link at all. Lam, is that an excuse? Because I didn't give you a link for Classroom with the Elite, either. I didn't see it, okay? <laughs> it's right there in Bolt, Anne and Delight. It's I know, Anne. I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I guess I'm so used to after... Uh, parallel World Pharmacy, we go straight into our featured anime, mister. <laughs> Let me go this is something. more important than any featured, okay? This is more important than any anime in this list this week. It does say an official NSFW. I, I, Alright. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Alright, so, uh, here is the trailer for yeah. Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Holy mother of Jesus, guys. So, this is noted down this week as a special feature. Because, one, just so you know, guys, there's multiple languages you can watch this in. I watched the English dub on Netflix. This is a Netflix original. I've also written an article on our website uh, detailing how I believe this could be the revival for Cyberpunk uh, 2077. If anyone doesn't know what Cyberpunk is, first and foremost... This is a series that was based off of a popular uh, tabletop RPG game called Cyberpunk 2020. Um, 2027 tells the story about 57 years afterwards um, in Night City. Adrenalus takes place uh, about six months to a year before the events of 2077. And holy shit, guys. When I tell you that this anime hit, hits you in emotions that you didn't know you have, I mean it. And when I just to give you guys a kind of comparison, art style, music, story, character development, plotline, uh, pacing, all blew me away. If I if I get to vote, or if there's votes or whoever does anime awards or things like that or shit like that, everyone is gonna vote for everything. Easily. That's my anime of the year. So far. I'll add that in. Because holy fuck. 
like I've gone back to playing Cyberpunk since playing so much since watching this. A new playthrough completely from scratch. Um Cyberpunk's release was shoddy as shit. And we all know CD Project Red regret it. They got peer pressured into it by certain fans, a minority group of fans who are very impatient and very horrible. The same happened with The Witcher 3. Both games were released with absolute crap releases, filled with bugs and issues and all sorts of drama. And the player base dropped. It dropped considerably. But they fixed it. Since the update 1.5, it is now running smooth on all consoles. Uh, sorry, retract that statement. It runs smoothly on PS5, the latest Xboxes, Stadia, and PC. On the previous gen of Xboxes and PlayStation, there are still a few bugs that cannot be rectified just because this is such an advanced game. They just, they've tried everything with certain things. There's, for instance, a quest uh, with a, a... It sounds really stupid, but it's a, trying to get something to spawn. Um, a bowl, I believe, to put the iguana egg in to get your iguana to grow. Um, and that does not spawn on previous-gen consoles. Uh, no more details as to why, but they've, they've tried everything they can to fix it. So, what we've seen since there's anime, though, and I kid you not, when I say that it's absolutely amazing, you can read my review on the website. Um, Lucy is definitely best girl of the year as well. It is bittersweet, okay? It is heart-wrenching, very gory, very graphic, very sexual, so please take all into all those things into account. And it really highlights the world of Night City and Cyberpunk. It really gives you that connection with the city and the world more than the game ever did at the start. And the problem is, uh, myself is included in this, once we had had that taste of cyberpunk and it put a bad taste in our mouth, most people didn't go back to it. And it's no fault of cyberpunks, it's the release, it's the release's fault that we didn't get a good taste. Because once you go back into cyberpunk, you can really get yourself engrossed into the world. And I found that this was a good catalyst. And do you know something, guys? I wasn't the only one. Cyberpunk 2077, off of the back of this anime, have seen a 300% increase in their player base, reaching higher concurrent player base numbers than Elden Ring. They, uh, This was the revival the series needed. And the anime is just perfect in so many ways. And it's really nice that they added in some Edgerunners content into the game as well. And we're gearing up for... Uh, the first paid DLC, and hopefully they do more. Do I think they'll do more Cyberpunk Edge Rogers anime? No, because Studio Trigger is known for doing animes with one season and making them sublime. Might we see more Cyberpunk anime in general? I think it's likely. Maybe different characters, maybe a different entitled anime with Lucy appearing in it again. Who knows? Um, but guys, this... It's a great watch. If you haven't seen it, please go binge it. All 10 episodes. It'll take you like three hours, just over three hours to watch. It's, it's amazing. And if you haven't given Cyberpunk 2077 a chance, or if you've been reluctant to buy it, or if you've been reluctant to give it another go because it give you a bad taste in your mouth, don't be. Both the anime and the game, and uh, I would put down as perfect now. Completely. Fair enough. Moving along to our featured anime, first up, Mikey chose My Dress Up Darling. <clears throat> so here's a trailer for My Dress Up Darling. That was a trailer for uh, 
for uh, My Dress Up Darling, which I was laughing. Both of your uh, featured anime I've watched. Uh, this one was far better than I was expecting because honestly, when I first heard up I heard of uh, My Dress Up Darling, I th and I had saw like the initial picture, I thought she was gonna dress him up like he was a doll, and then I actually watched <laughs> it and realized that was not the case at all, and it's a really good anime. You know, if you guys haven't seen this, you've been living under a rock because this is great. It's such a great show. She is one of my favorite designed and personality-wise female characters in anime. Um, her design especially is so good. I really like the way they drew her. Um, and she's like flawless without being too flawless, if that makes sense. I'm not sure. Uh, but we have, the reason this is a featured anime, we've got confirmation for season two uh, yesterday. Nice. Uh, which is amazing news. You'll love to see it. Um, likewise, the next anime we've got coming up, we've just had news on its next season, and I believe a film as well. This yeah, is matter of fact and stuff, I actually sent a couple people to go watch this film. Uh, when I first uh -huh. came, To go watch the last Jujutsu Kaisen film when it came out. So here is the trailer for Jujutsu Kaisen as I unmute it. Alright, so that was the trailer for Jujutsu Kaisen. I just got two things to add before you go into your own little thing. One, I almost cho chose Gojo for tonight's character versus character, which you'll know why when we get into it. But I didn't want to go too OP. Um, and two, the finger. It's funny. So All Things Anime, who's also our sponsor, in their store, they used to sell these... Uh, drinking cups with jujutsu kaisen in it and i used to jokingly tell them all the time i'm like i'm disappointed that thing doesn't come with a finger <laughs> <laughs> you can get you can in the local comic shop i mean you can actually get sweets uh fashioned after the fingers from jujutsu kaisen true and it's uh yes yeah, it's, it's disturbing man it's disturbing this is a great anime guys like, like with always with featured animes we won't get too much into it but having just been confirmed for another season having uh, and a film and this man, this is rivaling like big recent anime. We're talking like the likes of Fire Force, My Hero Academia, um, Demon Slayer. Jujutsu holds his own up there. It's a great show, great characters, great storyline, great action. Uh, I cannot wait for more. I really can't. All right. Sorry. I've had trouble sleeping the past couple of days. It is what it is. All right. Moving along, we move into our Lambency Show Recommends. The first two recommended are by Mike, Mikey, and the uh, last one is by me. So Mikey's first recommended is Angel Beats. So here is the trailer for Angel Beats. That was the trailer for Angel Beats. So Mikey, why we got this one here? The because fuck, I want to. Star? Yes. I genuinely yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Had I known we were going this route, I would have followed it up with Clannad. <laughs> I was tempted to do both. That you know what? Clannad. No, no. You know what we should have done? We should have done Angel Beats followed by Clannad, followed by you know this generation's version of Clannad. Though I don't think it tugs at your heartstrings as much. But you're lying, April. Your line eight book is second dick. Yeah, pretty much. That would be the weakest of the three by far, and it's not even close. 
Yeah, guys, this this anime is not for the faint of heart. Don't go in there expecting anything. Don't go in there expect expecting a, a happy ending. Don't go in there expecting to to have dry cheeks after the end of this. And don't go in there expecting to uh, be filled with sunshine and daisies and happy thoughts. This will fuck with you. This will fuck with you a lot. And you know what? I've got no regrets making you all feel pain. <laughs> It's a great watch, guys. Like in, in in all honesty, it is a great watch. Um, but my yeah, fuck me, man, fuck me. This 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 anime is something else, right? It it really is. All right, so moving along to our next featured anime. Sorry, I was looking something up real quick. We have Black Clover, also from Mikey. So here's the trailer for some Black Clover. So this anime is like ups and downs, guys. So like we went on a bit of a break with it. We're now back for the final season. Same happened with the manga. I kind of feel like it's got the bleach treatment, where it's being cut off way too early. Um, and it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't. But unfortunately, in the same breath, it's because of bleach is being cut off early. They didn't need to cancel it. They could. They could have kind of made it a bit more. Um, what, what, more seasonal, like Boruto's doing. Um, but unfortunately, they, they're not going to. They may come back, though, with films later on to finish off the rest, which I hope they do. But anyway, guys, so this anime is Black Clover. Very much a Naruto-esque kind of anime. Main character wants to become a wizard king. Um, filled with lots of magic and lots of very good characters and strong point points. And it's a great watch and a great read. And I love this show. So much. Um, usually, I would rant on and say, oh, I shouldn't be finishing. Oh, I hate this thing. Oh, But because it's Bleach, I can't. I just can't do it. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know the reason why Bleach has gathered the cast of over 80 voice actors and anime production companies are up in arms and raging because there's just no voice actors left at the moment. Um, that's, that should give you kind of indication of how big the project is as well. But if you guys haven't watched Black Clover, please do. Because it's it's one hell of a watch. It's a great show. Uh, and I I personally love it. I think it's uh, one of the best stories I've, I've seen in, in a little while. <laughs> Alright, and now to my recommended and stuff. Which I decided to switch it up just to fuck with Star a little. Oh, uh, you're an asshole. Yeah, so... Start my own business. And then you'll just be glad with, you heard about Taylor Brands. Just to mess with uh, Star... <laughs> no, that's not my recommended. I just had to mess with this star. <laughs> my recommended this week is Yalamushu Petals. <laughs> Completely different from Clonad. Mikey, have you watched this by chance or no? No. Okay. So, I'm not big into bicycling as a sport or anything else like that, but in lines with other animes that draw me in just simply due to its storytelling and its ability to turn what I think is a mundane sport into something actually interesting, I present to you Yaomushi Pedal. Uh, it features Sakamichi Onado, uh, Onada, who is basically, he's an otaku. There's no way to say it other than he's an otaku uh and he just began his high school career 
Uh, he didn't have any friends in middle school with who he could share his interests for, and so he's attempted to rectify the situation by becoming a member of the anime club at his new school. However, it comes to a shock to him when he finds out that the anime club has been disbanded because there is no interest in the club, and that in order to revive the club, there was going to be the, they needed a total of four new members. Uh, but basically, since he was a young boy, Onada relied on his bicycle, which in the anime is referred to as uh, Mamachari, which literally translates to mommy bike. And you can't see it here because he's using an actual bike. But uh, think about it as the bicycle you see that's got a little uh, carriage in the front, you know, that little basket in the front. Basically a kid's bike or a mommy bike. All right. Onada is riding the Mama Cherry when Shinsuke Imazumi... Uh, I always pronounce his name wrong. Shinsuke Imazumi, a fellow freshman and a much more serious cyclist, spots him and begins to mock him internally until Onada begins to ride up a steep hill with very little effort. Uh, which we later find out is because he travels long distances with his bike. He's never had like a second gear on a bike. So you know the bikes that didn't have additional gears, how difficult it would be to like climb steep cliffs. He's always been using this bike. So he doesn't know the difference between a bike that assists him getting up these hills versus the bike he has there. And he just goes up this hill like it's absolutely nothing. Uh, later on, he travels to Akihabara in order to get some plastic Gundam models in order to give them as gifts to his younger brothers. Uh, or rather, he runs into Naruko who's doing that, and... Well, basically, Naruko, who's another student, notices his skill with the Mamachari when he is cycling. And notices that he traveled all the way from, like, a complete different town. Like, he... he traveled a distance with this bike that's not very helpful for long distance and uh so later on him and uh emazumi try to convince him to join the cycling club and they start they're trying to win the championship uh for uh i believe it was called sohoku yeah i think it was sohoku high school i don't know a lot i feel like a lot of the sports animes the high schools have very similar names. Like, for example, this one was Sohoku, right? But if, you, if you've watched Prince of Tennis, I, I think you had said, right? Yes. Do you remember what the Prince of Tennis's school name was? Actually, no. Okay, What's so that? in this anime, the high school name was Sohoku High School. In Prince right. of Tennis, it was Shohoku High School. Oh, so I feel cool. like the names sound very sim similar in a lot of these sports animes. I mean, it is what it is, but it really drew me in just due to the fact that he was able to gain all these friends that he never thought he would have. He basically becomes this hill climbing genius and they kind of like, kind of like sports cars. They ride his uh, draft to get up hills. So he basically just helps it. The whole team L and it's it's just a crazy anime, but it's such a fun and fun loving anime and it's so funny. There are certain moments that I just can't help but laugh <laughs> because of the way this character was set up. Like if you have not watched it, even if you're not a cycling fan, I highly recommend watching it because as I've said before, 
I was not, and I still to this day do not like cycling as a sport. But y'all moose you pedal is an exception. Uh, so moving along, we have uh, our personal favorite, our character versus character series, which this week we decided to do it on eyes and their abilities, along along their along with their design and everything. So on the left, from Mikey, you have Madera Uchiha versus on the right Akashi Seijiro. So, uh, why don't you enlighten us on what's going to happen in this versus battle there, Mikey? Oh, where to begin, mate? Where to begin? I, I yeah. Uh, from from image-wise, I don't really know much about your character. Uh, I like I like like both designs, especially, especially after I start. Shut up. Um... <laughs> Um. Yeah, this this is gonna be interesting cause without knowing anything about your character. So Madara possesses something called a Rinnegan. Um, his abilities, he has a lot. Okay, just from his eyes. Now we're gonna start with the abilities first. So abilities wise, he has Limbo, which allows him to create shadows that cannot be seen by the naked eye. Uh, that can only be seen by other people who possess a Rinnegan or a Sharon gun uh, that are physical and can attack slash hurt you. Um, he can use a space-time ninjutsu using them, which means he can basically create another dimension, a pocket in space, uh, that only he can access or other people with a Rinnegan. Um, he can call down a fucking meteor from the sky using them. Um... He can copy other people's jutsu with them, but that only really applies to other narrative characters that would not be effective in this situation. Uh, but However, he is able to keep up to track of people's movements, keep uh, an eye, and even to an extent know what that person's going to do before that person actually does it. Um, he can absorb things into his eyes, so he can transport people into his other dimension if he so wishes, uh, just by touching them uh, and activating his power. And I'm pretty sure there's more to it, but I am forgetting a lot of his powers. I'm trying not to get them confused with other Rinnegan users, because there are four in total. Um, Design-wise, now his Rinnegan is purple with four, maybe five things, I believe. We're not confusing it with Sasuke's uh, Eternal Rinnegan, which is even more OP. Um, his visual prowess, now he, like I said, he he's able to basically see a fly. Like he can, he can keep track of most things. However, the downside to this is overuse of these eyes can cause damage. They can lead to blindness, uh, bleeding from the eyes, etc. So there is a double-edged sword to this to these eyes. Uh, but each character has their tolerance, um, and I'm not talking like a couple of hours. I'm talking like if you if you was to excessively use them every day for like eight hours a day, you'd be blind within like a month. Um, you would lose the light in your in your eyes, but the pain that comes with using overusing them that can happen a lot more frequently. Uh, if if you're constantly using them in battle, um, then yeah, you can start bleeding from your eye because you do have to really concentrate through through the ocular, um, and that causes the the eye 
Uh, also to awaken said I as well, uh, not only do you have to kill your best friend or, so, or slash someone you love uh, to activate the heartbreak, uh, you also uh, then need to take your brother's eyes and have them transplanted into you to make the internal Mangekyo Sharingan. And to evolve that into a Rinnegan, uh, you need to have contact with a god. Fair enough. But there's um, a lot of downsides to the eye. That 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 was that was the main thing. There's whilst it has all these flashy abilities and all these strong powers, and he can do all this with it, he's very limited on how often he can use it. Um, dependent on like, did he just have a battle? Is he just facing this guy straight off the bat? You know, things like this. So it's a it's a double edged sword. Is how I describe it. It's it's a glass cannon. Alright, and my character, here's the thing and stuff. Star, you could sit here and say what you want. Like I said earlier, I was considering doing Gojo, but I wanted to challenge myself and try to use a character who I think skills would translate into battling. Uh, simply due to the fact that if he learned how to, you know, battle with swords or fists or whatever and stuff, I believe his skills could translate. So, this is Seijiro Akashi. His signature ability is the Emperor Eye which he developed after years of uh, years of observing the Taiko team. Uh, Akashi uses his eyes as a foundation for developing other talents, such as ankle breaks, as well as for strengthening his other movements, such as passes and steals. His ankle break is a move in which Akashi dribbles quickly to cause the opposing player to tumble to the ground, reinforcing his Emperor image. Akashi employs the Emperor eye to identify weak places in the rival player's body movements and position in order to cause them to collapse. Akashi is the only player who has the most knowledge and understanding on how to use this Emperor Eye because he's not the first person who has had it but he's the only one that has the level of understanding that he does and he makes full use of his eyes due to having awakened to its full ability at a young age. When he enters the zone his Emperor's Eye's prediction skill significantly improves allowing him to prevent Kagami or anyone from using their special skills. Even Akashi's true personality can utilize the eye, but he says it would be against the wishes of its true owner. Uh, both Akashi's personalities, because he has a personality for when he's playing basketball, and he has a personality for, you know, when he's not playing basketball. Uh, both of his personalities consider the Emperor Eye inferior to the gold bilial eye during the game between the team verbal strike and the jabber rocks however uh the other form personality thought otherwise see the emperor eye is not inferior but rather incomplete because the two have separated um so basically what i'm getting at this guy's particular skill set he sees your just the slightest bit of movement and he could just prevent you from doing any move you want. Alright? Like, he takes into account your breathing rhythms. Uh, the way you slightly move. That glance of your eyes. The way your torso moves. Everything. Like, pretty much, he knows what you're going to do. Before you even do. Like, it's almost like he's in your head. But he's not. He can read your body fully. So... Translated into a fighting scene, now I'm not saying he would have some superpower like strength or speed or anything else like that, but with his eye's ability to be able to see even the slightest bit of moves, I believe he would be able to keep up in any battle simply 
due to the fact that he knows what you're going to do before you even do. You know, and that's going to be very difficult to face. Uh, no matter what kind of sport or battle we're talking about, if he has time to train at all uh, for whatever you try to put him in, with that kind of skill set, he can translate that into success in any facet of life. So, I don't know much about your character. You don't know about much about my character. I will say, though, if Akashi had the ab ability to learn whatever is needed to fight, I think he would stand a chance in a lot of battles. Not all battles, but a fair amount of them. Simply because of his eye's strength. Sounds very interesting. Extremely. Uh, I do, I do like, I do like the sound of it. It's a, it's a, it's a very interesting mechanic to have, especially in a basketball anime. Um, TLDRing what you're saying, Star, uh, from what, from what Lamas described, it is your, it's, it's not, um, your half right saying it's the weaker version of the Rinnegan. It's not. I wouldn't call it that. I would call it probably the same level as Sharingan, uh, which, yes, you can argue is the, is the form before it gets to Rinnegan. Like, if we're talking Pokemon you it's like a fucking uh, Charmeleon to a Charizard. Sharingan to a Rinnegan. Um, but Rinnegan also takes away some abilities. Now, when it comes to, like, tracking and shit like that, they both have the same abilities there, uh, which I'm noticing that they both have a lot of the same abilities. So it then probably comes down to pure talent of who would be able to take it in a, in a battle. And... Like I say, I, I don't know much about this guy, but it's hard to compare because he hasn't got any battle formats to put him in, whereas I've seen Marjorie take down 100,000 people in a Shinobi World War, one solo, and then send down a Meteor, which gets stopped by another Shinobi, for him to only send down another Meteor on top of that Meteor. So... Like I said, <laughs> I'm not saying he can win any battle. I am saying, though, if he can even learn just basic fighting yes, skills and... and survival skills with the skill set he has, that is a transferable skill. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm And let's be real, the, I don't think he'd the... win against people who have abilities to fucking summon meteors. <laughs> no, but the, the point of this wasn't, wasn't to compare who would win each other in the fight. It's, it's, it's the eyes in general. Uh, you mentioned Star about the Sharingan and the... Sorry, not Sharingan. Sasuke and, and Neji. Sasuke, he wouldn't stand a chance against, okay? Sasuke's version is a more amped version of, of Madras. We know that. Neji's totally different. He uses the Byakugan, which is which is more sensory and will not have any help in this variant whatsoever because he does not have Chakra. So he'd have more of a chance against Neji. Um, now, when it comes to, like, like I said, eyes and whatnot, they, they're basically very, very equal. Um, power-wise, I prefer Madras. Design-wise, I actually prefer your characters, because I kind of like the red sparks that's coming off of it. Um, that's, that's, that's kind of a nice selling point there for me. Um, so, so that's, that's how I'm giving them. I'm giving them a, a point of piece, um, for that one. And Ocular Prowess, I mean, yeah, this is, it's a, it's a nice, a nice and even matchup, but... Like with a lot of these, it, because they're not from the same world, it's harder to deduce a, a solidified winner. Uh, but we, we know who would have the advantage. You'd certainly be able to survive in the world of Naruto, but you won't be able to beat Naruto. Have you not watched Kuroko's basketball? I don't really do sports anime, so no, I, have, I haven't. I'm going to give you a trailer for it. I think you'd like it. I know you're, like I said, this falls under, like, I do like basketball, but this might fall under the category for you of you. You're not big into sports, but 
the anime was so good you couldn't avoid it, you know what I mean? So here we go. Here's a trailer for Kuroko's Basketball. I know you've watched Slam Dunk because we've spoke about it before. Yeah. Um, it definitely did give me some reminiscence of Slam Dunk, but the only difference is, is that some of these people have like superhero fucking abilities. <laughs> so it's like Slam Dunk on steroids. <laughs> like, that's the easiest way I can, ex I can explain it. It's basically Slam Dunk on steroids because <laughs> you do have a main character who's basically just athletic as hell. But no shit about basketball. <laughs> but yeah. he's got all the athletic ability in the world. And he's learning. But he learns faster than uh, Sakuragi did. <laughs> but you go up against these. Uh, so basically there's a generation of miracles is what they called them. It was uh, these uh, five players on one team that were all starters. That were just so dominant that they just absolutely destroyed everybody else. Um but there's a sixth person that people often forgot, which ends up being the point guard for the same team of the main, uh, the main team. Uh, and, you know, he's got his own special abilities, but the, everyone thinks his abilities are weak. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but I think you would really like this. Okay. I'll, I'll have to have a look. Word did you change the name of anime news to anime, anamanga news? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I don't remember if all doing this. New novel announcement, Hollow Regalia, a new novel series from the author of Strike the Blood, which is a great anime, guys. Yahiro is one of few remaining, having gained immortality, he spends each lonely day as a salvager, transporting artwork out of the ruins of Tokyo, until a pair of twin art dealers request that he salvage a particular item. The art on the front looks amazing, I'm definitely going to pick this up for a read, and uh, maybe I'll get into an anime if it does really well. Next. Special manga announcement, The Summer Hikaru Died, a brilliant horror manga from Moku Mokurin. Yoshiki and Hikaru did everything together until Hikaru was encompassed by a mysterious light. That was when everything changed. Is there even Hikaru left to, uh, to be with? He looks kind of devilish on the front. That's what, that's what grasped me. His smile and his eyes are quite uh, off-putting. Next, we got Bucci the Rock, official anime trailer. Uh, we haven't got the trailer with us today, but I've, I've got an announcement for it. Uh, the anime is scheduled for October the 8th, and the studio is Cloverworks, which is known for doing quite cute, cutesy anime characters, as you can see with the Gilbert there. Uh, it's, uh, it's good. It looks like it's going to be an interesting one. Next, we got The Eminence of Shadow gets a new key visual featuring the main characters of Shadow Gardens. The anime is set for October 5th, and you can see the key visual uh, in the photo there. Next, we have another new key visual. Kubo won't let me be invisible. Scheduled for January 2023. Well, that sounds mean. Why won't they let her be invisible? I don't know. Uh, anime production is done by Pine Jam. Looks quite interesting. Uh, we got another one here for Bucci the Rock again. Uh, another visual. Uh, anime is scheduled for October 8th. Uh, and that visual looks to sold me a little bit more than the other one. We've got some uh, cool-ass guitars there. Next, we've got uh, Girlfriend Girlfriend Season 2 has been announced, uh, which I tagged Lambert in for that one. Uh, I reposted the Eminence of Shadow for someone, so we're going to skip over the next one and go to the announcement for Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 3, uh, which, which, as we've already spoken about today, is a major hype factor. Now, a big one that people have been going on about in the community. Developer Hoyoverse has announced a new collaboration with animation studio Ufotable. 
to make Genshin Impact an anime. It'll, it will likely be sometime before the final episodes are released and however is have branded this a long-term project. So we're going to finally see basically is the male and the female character canon. Um, my Death Dress Up Darling sequel has been announced. The format hasn't been announced yet. Stay tuned for more details. We found out shortly after I posted this that it's a season two that has been announced for My Dress Up Darling. Alright, I'm I'm going to write if season two isn't called My Dressed Up Darling. Next we've got Near Automata anime release date speculation and format. So it's rumored, and I believe we've also, we might have an announcement, I'm not sure, we'll have a look into this some more for next week, that there will be a Near Automata anime. Uh, if so, this will be really good. I love this game. I love this series, both Nia and Drakengard, which are the same world if no one's away. Um, will be a great anime. Next, we've got a little something that I posted here, which isn't really news, but I just wanted, wanted to show her off for, for Lamb's sake. We, we need this in our life. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, my Master Has No Tail official anime trailer. The anime is scheduled for September 30, and the animation studio is Leiden Films. Uh, I don't know much too, too much about this, but the title is certainly intriguing. Now we've got Chainsaw Man. We have found out that Chainsaw Man will have 12 ending theme songs. Uh, Artist Anno, All Kinds of Kisses, Eve, Fight Song, Aima, Deep Down, Canaria, Rendezvous. Uh, Sayu, Sayudu in the back room, Queen Bee Violence, Zutomeo uh, Time Left, TK from Ling Tosite Shigure First Death, going on to the second part of the image, Tuboe Tablet, Vondi Chainsaw Blood, People One Dogland, Maximum the Hormone, Hawatari Niku Senti, or, in, or English relates to uh, 200 million centimeter long blades. I'm kind of wow. like triggered by the way they did the second part of that. Like, you couldn't put, like, spaces in between them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along, we've got an answer for The Daily Life of the Immortal King, Season 3. Great anime, guys. And last but not least. And last but not least is a meme in the community. Hunter Hunter Volume 37 will be released on November 4th, 2022. The author who has the most unreliable reschedule ever in the anime community. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. But that's it for today's uh, podcast, guys. It's, uh, it's been a great time. All right. You got any announcements to make or anything? I do not. I do have to shoot off immediately, though, to go and handle my daughter. Okay. Uh, so it's been a great time. And then I will um, send people off so you can go do that. I do know, uh, announcement-wise, that... The This Week in Gaming has been rescheduled for this coming week. Uh, I forgot to mention that yesterday, or rather we did. Uh, instead of this coming Sunday, it's going to be not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. So instead of this Sunday, it'll be the preceding Wednesday at 9 p.m. Uh, due to personal reasons. Uh, conflict of schedule kind of issue. Uh, other than that, everything's going to proceed as normal, so unless I decide to stream a video game, the next podcast you will see will be next Monday at 2pm Eastern, Mikey's Anime Recap. Um, so in that case, let us go find somebody to raid. We are going to raid the ending to this story. Let's go show this person some love with a hashtag Lambency Show Raid. That being said, that is going to be the end of the stream.
We hope you guys enjoyed the stream, and until next time, enjoy yourself.